If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting the instance. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash instance and start living a better life today. You're listening to The Instance. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance episode uh, 634. It's Friday, March 26, 2021. Scott Johnson here with Garrett Weinzerl. Hello, Garrett. Happy Friday, Scott and listeners. Heck yeah, man. Friday, the day I pretty much don't do anything cool anymore. You ready to boost the 58, take some shitty gear, and walk through the dark portal with me? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not as much as one might hope um we're gonna talk about that today because the uh the burning crusade beta is indeed out and in the hands of many players you included it is in my hands and i am prepared yeah you've got uh impressions uh, the only thing you don't have is a space goat and a blood elf but uh we'll talk about that as well, well in the beta i do <laughs> oh that's true they're letting you do everybody in the beta that's true they're letting you do whatever you want in the beta yeah beta except uh, level past 66 i think i think that's where it's capped out <laughs> Oh, is it really? I didn't know that. I, I heard there's a cap. I, I I have no intention of finding it, but I think at the moment it's capped at 66, if I remember correctly. Do not have facts in front of me. Do not quote me. 66. That's uh, I don't know what I, I don't know why I thought they had the full to 70 experience. I just thought they did in the in the beta. But I guess betas are betas, and they you know roll out stuff as time goes on. So we'll see. Um, we'll talk all about that. I just wanted to know real quick, completely off topic, before we dive in today, whether or not you saw that. Uh, Suicide Squad trailer, the uh, the the James Gunn Suicide Squad, or excuse me, the Suicide Squad that's coming out. Oh no, did that did they did that drop today? So that dropped today. Uh, the Red Band trailer is what I saw, and dude, that looks freaking great. So okay, so I actually I kind of dig the first Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Like it has some glaring issues, but I think it's kind of a fun, just whatever, put it on movie. Sure. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the last Harley Quinn movie. And oh, Birds of Prey, yeah, that was good. So James Gunn, yeah, plus that cast, sign me up. Yeah, like I don't even need to see the trailer. I'm gonna watch it as soon as we're done with the show. But yeah. I was already on board. All right, well, good. You'll you watch it, then you'll send me your impressions, and I'll, I'm, I'm I'm just willing to bet you're gonna like what you see. Make sure you watch the Red Man trailer to get the full gist of it. And then two things you want to look for: who is Nathan Fillion? See if you can spot him. And uh, who plays the shark? And when you find out, you'll laugh. So all this is, stuff is, is King Shark Nathan Fillion? Is that what you're? No, it's not. They're not. They're two different King guys. Shark is perfectly cast in the animated series. Yeah, he is. He's very good in the animated series. In this, he is played by a very famous person whose name I will not divulge, just because it's more fun to find out for yourself. Okay, uh, it's a good all time right, so though. I'm surprised how much I I like that trailer, and I think I'm in. So, uh, by the way, a lot of people thought that uh, Idris Elba was just going to step into the role of Bloodshot, and he's not. He's playing a character called Blood Sport, which is a different character than 
or not blood bloodshot dead shot is what I meant to say. The, in other words, he's not just taking Will Smith's character over. He's somebody new. And that's he's just playing a very. Is he playing a similar character? Does I mean, the costume look look like yet another Deadpool confusion character? Uh, maybe a little, but he's never wearing much on his head except for one. Well, you'll have. I'll I'll leave it to your judgment. Right. And Harley right. Quinn is right. Harley well, Quinn as we'll, hell. We'll, and, we'll 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 have a, a deep dive on this uh, some other time. Yeah, we'll do a bonus show on this at some point if we can ever find freaking time to get it done. But it it looks like something special. So anyway, something to keep your eyes on. In the meantime. We're going to look at these side quests. All right. So you want to buy some wow time, you say you want to belly up to the bar with your wallet and uh, peel off some money and say, hey, I want to buy six months to a year of game time. How about 180 days of game time? That's something the game's let me do. Can I do that? Well, no. Uh, Your options just got slightly more limited. By the way, I want to make this clear right up front because I was confused and there are no doubt others who might be. Uh, Garrett sort of put me on the right track with this, but this is not talking about subscription options. So if you buy a six month subscription like I do, or you do the three month or you do the one month or whatever you do, those aren't changing. This is the separate sort of, uh, you know, buy game time options in the Blizzard shop stuff. Okay. So this is different than subscription is my understanding. But anyway, here's what Blizzard said in a blue post. We recently conducted a review of all the available services in all currencies. Based on this, we have decided to alter the available game time options in the Blizzard shop. As of today, the game time options are 30, 90, and 180 days. Uh, Let's see. They have been removed, and game time is now only available as a purchase of 60 days. So no 30, no 90, no 180. Two months is your option. Uh, North America, your new, uh, new game time option in USD is 60, ga- 60 days of game time for $29.99. In Europe, that's uh, $25.99. Euros. They said, please note that currently the option and pricing for the purchase of both WoW subscriptions and WoW tokens remain unaffected. Uh, also, that game or any game time that has already been purchased for uh, an account will not be affected by this. So you're, you're all good if you already did your 180 days or whatever. We appreciate that players choose to spend their time with World of Warcraft, and we are committed to ensuring the game continues to provide players with great entertainment value. If you'd like to review your World of Warcraft game trial and payment method, you can do so through your account management anytime, they said. So I immediately freaked out and went, hold on, you're not going to let have, give people the discount for subbing longer like the six-month people? And I was kind of like, what is, what, this is a terrible idea. What are we even doing here? What Blizzard, what are you doing? And then you and other people said, no, 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 Scott, they're just talking about the kind of bulk game time buying thing, which is you can, yeah, you can buy wow game time on the battle net store, the blizzard online store. Right. Um, and the, the different, the the main difference is, is this is essentially pre-purchasing game time and it does not auto renew. Right. So you buy this, that's how much time you get. It does not automatically ding you for whatever you purchased whenever the time comes back up. Yeah. If anything, Um, it's like, um, it's like what they do or, well, so back in the day, I remember when when subscriptions to MMOs were sort of a new thing in the mid aughts or whatever. Um, you here in America or here in the states, parts of North America and parts of Europe, you just did subscriptions. But if you lived in parts of Asia, uh, you would basically do it like you would time at a I don't know, like renting a thing. Like you'd go into a, an internet cafe and say, "Yeah, I'm going to play three hours of Ultima online." Okay, cool. That will be whatever it is per minute or per hour. 
and you just pay us like that. This is this is a bit like that as far as like, hey, here's another way to pay for the game. I mean, you can buy a, a card for a month of gameplay, or is it three months? I think at a time, uh, uh, like yeah. at physical locations, you can go to Target and buy game time. That's still a thing you can do. This is that, but you have more options and it's digital. Right. And now you have slightly less. So what this tells me is that Blizzard said, and they've said it themselves, but they went through all this and made a deter- determination that they just weren't selling the other times. And uh, my guess is they split the difference on the 30 and 90 and ended up with 60 just as a way to say, well, let's do something that's, you know, kind of makes those two groups as happy as we can, but nobody's buying 180 days of solid wow time is my guess. So, yeah. I still find it just odd. I don't know, even know why you would bother. Like if this is already there and it's already working, what is it really hurting to just just leave it, keep it around? Yeah, um, yeah. They didn't and, get into it. Maybe there's yeah. maybe there is a retail angle on this. Maybe you can't. Maybe they don't want to keep making cards, sending them to Target that have all these options, and they're just like, if no one's going to take like, them. I, why are we doing it? As far as I'm concerned, the only option if you buy a physical one is three months. Oh wow! If I remember again, I'm trying to pull this from memory, but I don't think you can go to like a Target or a Walmart and there's like options hmm. for different lengths of WoW game time. I think there's just one card for WoW game time, and it is what it is. Interesting. Well, if that uh, one's, if I, so, the ninety day, if the ninety day correctly. one exists in retail, then that one will now be a sixty. One would assume. Um, and yeah, if people are buying yeah, the game I, time I am, that way, great. I am actually with the what I would normally look at and go, I think y'all are putting on tinfoil hats. I'm actually with the tinfoil hats this time around. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of folks are saying this sure just seems like you're trying to push people into subscription so that in hopes that they just keep it running in perpetuity. Yeah. Um, forget about it. And I, yeah. I struggle to find uh, justification for, for any other real uh, reason they would do this. Um, cause my gut reaction was, I, I forgot that this was even a thing you could do. Um, and that I don't know that I don't know anyone who does it. Um, and then I was looking at, at Twitter reactions about people, people talking about you know, hearing from people that actually do pay for wow time this way. And uh, it turns out I do know some people who do it and almost every single one in, in my personal experience, almost every single person I recognized on Twitter saying, ah, oh, this is a bummer. I actually use this. Almost all of them were talking about the fact that they are on a, on a very strict budget. They don't make the most money in the world and that they prefer this way because it gives them a lot more control. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, they don't have as much money one month as they did the, the past, they, they, they don't need to be concerned with that, you know, accidentally getting dinged for another m- month or another six months, whatever game time they ended up going with of World of Warcraft. Well, having not done this myself, let me ask you this, and, and maybe you'll know this, maybe you won't know this, but if I go buy 60 days of World of Warcraft time in this way, that's still a, a clock starts at a certain amount of time when I log in with that code, and that 60-day ends. Let's say I do it on July 1st. You get July, you get August, and as of September 1st, you're out of game time, right? It's ticking. That clock is ticking. It's not just time I'm logged in is 60 days, right? If that makes sense. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's just like the subscription. Like it doesn't matter how much okay. you play. Uh, it's, it's date based, not t- time. Okay, so game it's not a slash place to in game or slash play in game time thing. No, okay. if it was, this would be a much better way to pay for world of Warcraft. Yeah. Just like objectively better. That's what I was um, just thinking. No. Cause if I ever did that or I, I just never even paid attention to it before, but now that, now that we're talking about it, I'm like, Oh no, wait a minute. Is that how that worked? But it makes sense that it would be 
your clock starts here. You've rented a movie, basically. You have so much time to watch that movie, and, and that clock is ticking now. So so that's what they're used to. Um, yeah, I don't know. We I don't think we've heard from enough people. We probably get some emails about it. We haven't yet, but somebody out there really relies on this as their way to play, and I wonder if 60 days will change too much about who they are or what they do. Um, 90 felt... If I if it were me and I was going, all right, we currently have 30, 90, and 180. Those are our increments. I'd have gone with the 90. I don't know why. Just sounds better to me. Seems like yeah. it's gonna cover. I, I, again, I just I, I feel for for anyone on a on a really tight budget that still wants to play World of Warcraft because you know, maybe the $15 option, you know, the 30 days, that was it. That that was like your make or break. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly they're asking for double all at once. Like I can I I can get it. I I remember back when I was, you know, working 20 hours a week in high school and I wanted to play EverQuest and I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's expensive. I couldn't do it. Yeah. It was not in the cards. Sure. Um, so it's like I, I it, my my gut goes. I really like. I can understand wanting to simplify. I this is probably a very small percentage of the player base that uses this, but I've I've seen enough people who did use this that are being impacted by it to 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 feel like I don't I don't even know why they bothered. Like why not? Why not have more options? It's more consumer friendly. Even if that many consumers aren't using it, it's it's probably important to the people that do. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of this has to do with, um, you know, p- paying for game time with gold, which has been in the game now since is it Legion or before Legion? I don't remember. Something like that. We're like five six uh, Wad. years. Wad Wad was when was the Wad? tokens started, right? Okay, tokens. Uh, and Wad. A lot of people forget you can also like. There's another thing you can do with the token, which is turn it into BattleNet balance. Right. You don't have to turn it directly into game time. That's true. Um, That's true. So yeah, there's there's a lot of people that fund their like one of one of my one of my favorite listeners of uh, of, of some of the shows that I do. Uh, Drizzling Rose on on Twitter. Drizzling Rose has a full Heroes of the Storm collection. Has everything in that game that you can get, mm. and she got it through just playing Heroes and Gold conversion out of World of Warcraft. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, Sarah that, is nuts. Some of that uh, may, may may maybe some of this is being brought on by that. I don't know. I don't know how it would be like when Blizzard introduced that. I remember thinking, oh, this is going to get weird. Like. People can buy all sorts of stuff with this. They're basically using WoW as their way to generate income. It's like cryptocurrency in a weird way. And um, yeah, yeah, you know, here we are now, I guess. But yeah, that's interesting. I I have never super dabbled in that. I've yet to pay for a month of WoW with anything other than dollars on a credit card. <laughs> and uh, part of it is just like I don't want to mess with it or deal with it. But I know there are other people that do things differently, and the lack of these these new uh, or these old times are going to screw people up. So I hope not too badly. I hope not too badly. Garrett, tell me about new RTS games. And I guess Blizzard's not making one, but somebody who knows Blizzard is (laughs) Blizzard adjacent is making one Mm. Blizzard adjacent. Uh, Yeah. So uh, anyone out there ready? You ready for maybe some new RTS games from the makers of Starcraft? What about the makers of Warcraft? Oh, Oh, well, well, Frost Giant Studios has reached 9.7 million in funding this week, uh, and if you do not remember, because we probably all got a little distracted by Dreamhaven, uh, the, this is the studio that was founded by Tim Morton, a former production director of StarCraft II, and Tim Campbell, former lead campaign designer on Warcraft Three: The Frozen Throne. Um, I think that's a bit of a good campaign. Yeah, in my opinion, it's very good. Uh, and, and and since they have hired on a load of talent who have all worked at Blizzard at one time or another, 
Um, so my question is, you know, what what would we want to see out of a studio like this with that long of like a blizzard history tale? Well, they've you got know? like a, a pedigree, right? Like these guys are, um, you know, this may not be Morheim and 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 Metzen and, you know, some of your higher ups at the time that were throwing the big ideas on the table or whatever. But these are like your rubber meets the road part of that crew, the ones that executed on all the best ideas and made the games. Um, can't really judge it till we see an actual game, but, um, maybe they'll bring RTSs back to the forefront of my mind. I don't know. That's going to be a hard thing to do. I feel like MOBAs have screwed up RTSs permanently. And I don't mean that in necessarily a pejorative way. I just think it's the natural evolution of things and going back to a lot of sort of micro and macro management of, of large armies and, and, uh, you know, strategies based on, on volume and numbers that, that seems like a thing people aren't in the mood for right now um and there are plenty of smaller indie efforts happening with rts's left and right and it's you know there's their niches being filled but um it's hard to ignore <laughs> quite literally the frost giant in the room uh when it's these guys with this pedigree because i would love to know what they're gonna do you know well yeah it it it, it, it does seem strange because like even as someone who still watches competitive starcraft 2 like rts's really feel like it, it, like it, it, when I'm not in it, when I'm not visiting like the subreddit or or, or tweeting about it, like it, it kind of feels like I'm the last person on earth <laughs> still watching RTSs. <laughs> um, I know that's not true. Obviously, like you know, StarCraft Two, Brood War still have very lively uh, competitive scenes. So does WarCraft Three. Um, d- you know, despite the fact that you and I have spent a lot of time talking about the the trials and tribulations of re- of Reforged, but um. You know, all of the your favorite Blizzard RTSs still have healthy competitive scenes. Um, it's just that they're niche, and, and then they seem paled in comparison to MOBAs. They do well. I mean, success-wise, there's no question about it. And um, you know, since MOBAs are RTSs in their in their DNA, they just have gone to a different place. I just don't know how you dial that back. Um, maybe maybe they'll change my mind. It'll blow me away, and I'll be all back into RTSs. I mean, in this point in my life, I'm way more interested in turn-based games anyway. So I kind of wish this was an announcement that the people responsible for two of the greatest stra- uh, strategy franchises of all time are going back to turn-based, baby, and they're going to this and that and the other. That would have actually been a slightly more exciting bit of news for me because I'm really into that right now. But that ebbs and flows, right? I think we may come back around to this. There was a time where I didn't think the uh, sort of old school shooters that, you know, like Quake and Doom and Unreal and that sort of stuff. uh, I didn't think those arena shooters would ever make much of a comeback. But they have a following. There are games that service that stuff. So, you know, even if we think of uh, as the RTS genre or think of the RTS genre as sort of a dying breed, somebody could breed life into it. And uh, I would I would want to be here to see it. So maybe it'll be these guys. That'd be cool. That's a lot of talent, man. That's a lot of really good Axe Blizzard people who know their their RTSs and no strategy games uh, up and down. And I have a feeling uh, had Dreamhaven not happened, they might have even a few other names that ended up going with with Morheim that might have gone this direction. Uh, Router I'll, seems like a, a glaring omission. Oh yeah, to me, yeah. Um, for sure. but I mean, at the same time too, you know, talking about like, I don't think it necessarily matters if we think 
uh, or the market dictates that there's a future, like a big feature for an RTS, like uh, second or third wind. Yeah. Um, like it could just be part of their strategy, right? Like they're, it, as long as they are, are, are working within like a budget that makes sense for a game of this scope, uh, for the audience size that they're fairly, I'm sure they've done the research on and have a pretty good idea on how large their, their, their target demo is. Um, I, I think they'll be fine in, and you know, 9.7 million, that's a lot to us. Uh, but that's relatively modest in, in game development. They, yeah. you know, they're probably keeping all of this in check and it's, it's probably part of their, their, str- I wouldn't be surprised if it's not part of their strategy. I mean, second dinner, the, the, the Hearthstone shoot spinoff studio fronted by Ben Brode and a bunch of X team five developers, they got a $30 million investment from Netties and they're making a Marvel m- mobile game. So <laughs> yeah, like that's three times what frost giant here has, uh, has reached so far in funding for to, to go and develop an RTS. And so, and, and like, you can still make a fantastic game on that right. budget. Right. Um, yeah. we know the budget for Valheim, I just keep wanting to draw analogies of that too. Cause it was made by like five people. I feel like that it's a quote from, from Iron Man. It's like Tony Stark built this in a cave with a box of scraps. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that thing, Holy uh, crap. The story around that, like just the massive, even if you just count reviews on steam, you don't even know what the true sales numbers are because not everybody reviews their games on Steam. You just look at those numbers. Those alone netted those guys, which meant, you know, these are all owners of the game, both negative and positive reviews. And there's a ton of them, mostly positive. Those guys netted so much money from that game in the first week alone. And they're, what, pushing 6 million players now and just, like, it's crazy what that game has done in such a short amount of time. Yeah, Not everybody gets that chance. Not everybody pops like that. And I'm sad to say, in this particular case, the only thing really working against Frost Giant or Dreamhaven, for that matter, or any of these guys that are like, hey, used to be at Blizzard, now doing a really cool thing. Those often are sad stories. They end up with bad endings. Not always, but a lot of times. And um, I can think of oh, a number of them off, the, off my head, but the names of the games are eluding me. What was the game where it was supposed to be like big open world? MMO, but with some shooting, and they always had the biggest. Oh, oh man, the uh, biggest Firefall. Booth. Firefall. Firefall? Was, was it Firefall? Fall what the hell is that the game fire. called? Whatever it was, that thing. X Blizzard Something people. Fall. Everyone was so excited about it. Completely tanked that thing. Uh, Hellgate London. X Diablo people tanked it. Uh, a whole bunch of cool ideas don't yeah, always pan been- out. There's good examples too. I mean, they're not on the level of World of Warcraft, but like the first Guild Wars had a ton of ex Diablo talent, yeah. um, and even some ex WoW talent, even though it like came out before WoW or simultaneously. Yeah. But you know, the development time on WoW was really long. Yeah, um, Wildstar is another good example that had a bunch of ex Blizzard people. I mean, it's hard not to find Blizzard people at almost every MMO studio these days because they just that's just how it is. But I mean, um, they just just a lot of people have worked at Blizzard. Um, but when those people a, bolt, a, a they're like, piece. we're out of here. We're doing our own thing. It doesn't always end up having that great, happy ending. And sometimes that has a, a brief bit of success. The Torchlight guys were ex-Blizzard North people. And, and that Torchlight thing was well. awesome. Guild so Wars did two. Well. But then three, I don't know. It's weird. And the IP is owned by weird people. Like the money's funny. So it's just not as easy or as simple as we all make it out to be. Dream Havens may be different in that. It's Morheim himself, and there's huge money behind it. That might make a difference, and tons of talent. Um, Bonfire Game, same thing. Might That might finally, although those guys aren't showing shit. I don't know what they're doing. 
Like, I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that you could work on something for this long and not not put out a product. Yeah, it's weird. I, yeah, that I keep forgetting about them, and then they're mentioned. I'm like, oh, that's right. They haven't declared that they closed up shop yet. They're apparently still working on a game. Yeah, and, you hear all the other post stuff. I don't mean, that to be like a dig, but like, boy, it just feels <laughs> like that they have just been sequestered away for a decade. Yeah, working on God knows what. It's very um, odd. And but I, and I, I my yeah, go ahead. I guess my point is really, I think it's a lot less likely that Frost Giant thinks that they're going to like make the world explode with RTS fever and more that they are very much planning to be the big fish in a small pond. Gotcha. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that strategy. That's a really good point. Yep. I agree with that. It's a, it's a similar, somebody's kind of jokingly probably saying war chief in the chat room. Well, we haven't, you know, we actually have a product announcement. If you guys heard the interview I did with Metzen and on the feed just last, uh, when I put it up Tuesday, um, they basically made known what they're working on and what they're working on is very ground level. Uh, it's like, Hey, we're even building this for D and D fifth edition rules. We're making our own source book, our own world, a novel, uh, all kinds of stuff around it. They're starting small and in their case in the tabletop space and then working their way through it. I think that's the way to go. I don't think you ride the, like if we learned anything from the 38 studios mess, it was don't try to go from zero to blizzard in 30 days. Don't try to buy yourself into a position that took somebody else 20 years to establish. You've got to take it's a little slower or everything's going to explode underneath you as it did with them. And I think a lot of learning has happened. There are a lot of lessons out there in development in general. And I really hope Frost Giant makes something cool because I do want to see what that is. Like we talk, we talk about how fond we are of, Everything from StarCraft to Warcraft, Warcraft 3, the best parts of those things. That's who these guys are. I mean, that's them. So, so you know, we, we could end up with something super, super rad. So I'm, I'm, I'm really 38 excited 38 Studios should have been run by an ex-Yankee. Yeah. That's, that's my That should have been that's a, my call. Oh, man, that'll rile up some Boston player, or fans, but it's okay. It's all right. We're in a safe space here, and uh, Garrett, can, <laughs> Garrett can see that. What, what do we have to be mad about? You've been so much better than the Yankees for so long. <laughs> yeah. And keeping all of Kurt's weirdness out of this, like, but aside from that, like that, there's a lot to learn from that 38 studios mess. And that's why I like, I like little studios, like a bunch of guys leave EA and they start uh super giant games and they make a small game called uh freaking bastion. And it just takes the world by storm in the indie space. And nobody can quite believe how good it is. And then all their games just get better and better. And right now they are riding as high as you can ride in this business on a freaking roguelike that's took a BAFTA took game of the year BAFTA award last night has won every other award you could win broken sales records, unanimous critical acclaim. And they just are incrementally making a thing and then making a better thing and then making a better thing. I really respect that and like that. There's an ethic to it. And I think 38 studios could have done that could have started out small they even had an opportunity they, they bought um uh, kingdoms of amalur and rewrote it so it was basically set in their world as a, a prequel to their mmo but just start slower make cooler stuff don't go straight for the throat and in that case they were just chasing blizzard money and spent all their money trying to do it and had nothing to show for it it was a real yeah they, they weren't alone though i mean so many mmos uh, in other games other studios actually shipped mmos and they just didn't last long no i don't know so, it's a weird I such mean, a weird market dude i've been thinking a lot about yeah, this lately it was, and why, uh, it was a boom for sure and why some like final fantasy 14 can do what they do and thrive 
despite all of that and despite the fact that they came out and failed and then rewrote their entire thing and then came out and succeeded wildly and they're easily Blizzard's biggest con- competition like user-wise. Um, how they managed to do that is just crazy. I love that stuff. Just love that stuff. So cool. I don't know, just judging by how many of uh, the Blizzard devs I follow on Twitter are posting Valheim screenshots, I think Valheim might be uh, <laughs> Blizzard's biggest issue because it seems like Blizzard folk just want to play Valheim. Yeah, it seems like there might be a um, a production or a productivity problem at Blizzard at the moment because they're <laughs> all playing it, and not only are they all playing it, some of them, uh, Taron Gregory's playing solo, and he's doing stuff I didn't even know he could do in there. Like he's got his like, buildings are crazy. gorgeous. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So how do they Fair have time enough. to make Blizzard games? Taryn, can know. you come visit my server, please? I, I want a nice. I want a nice in. I want a WoW inspired in on my server. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Anyway, yeah. we'll see how that all pans out. All right, time for the main quest today. You may have heard of a little thing called World of Warcraft: The Burning Crusade Classic, and you may have heard that it was coming soon and that there would be a beta. Well, that happened. Beta opened. People are in it, including our very own Garrett Weinzerl, who is playing the game. I am not because I have come to the conclusion that Classic and I just don't want to hang out. And it's not that I think it's bad. I just feel like I played it yesterday. Uh, this stuff's too close in history for me. And I would understand how, you know, I don't want to get into this too much. But if you were 15, not that you were, but if you were 15 when that game came out, I was nine. No, you were nine. Twenty. Twenty. Right. I would have been because it came out at the very end. Yeah. Of oh two. Not oh two. Oh seven. Right. We're talking about. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh seven. Sorry. I'm getting my high school years and my college years (laughs) confused. Um, It'll happen. (laughs) Yeah. Because I started college in oh five, which is also when I started playing World of Warcraft. And then BC came out. Basically on the, the Christmas break between my sophomore year of college. So I would have been 20, yeah, turning so, 20. So I think I was turning 20. That makes sense. Turning 19 to 20. You've got a, a massive amounts of nostalgia for a time that you may not have if that came out when, I mean, I, I, I want to say I was 32. No, wait, hold on. What year was it? I started playing the friends and family beta in 03 of World of Warcraft, that would have made me 32, going on 33. Yeah, I so, was about to have my 20th birthday because it came out mid-January. So I literally had, I had three kids already. <laughs> I had, I had Nick was <laughs> Nick was like a year and a half old, but, you know, he's 20 now, so think of that. But, uh, you know, I was already there. And so in a lot of ways, life was moving at the adult clip that it moves. And I don't see that time. I see it as incredibly informative and like I loved everything about wow when it launched and during the beta even and and the first few expansions it was all i have great feelings about all of it but at the end of the day i'm you know i was already starting to podcast i was already starting to like like i was well into what what, what i'm doing now and so i don't have it in a separate place in my brain or in my heart and so for me to go back to classic just feels funky it just feels like i'm it feels like somebody fired up an old pc and said oh this still has this old version on it check this out that's 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 cool and it's one and then in that way but i'm not surrounded by all the nostalgic underpinnings that everybody else has uh i think so i think that's my deal but i'm really glad you're you're definitely not alone i I think there's plenty of people who who played it and just are like i'm good i've been there done that seen it i i wasn't prepared and now i am yeah now you're prepared (laughs) 
hundred percent prepared, Illidan. No more. Prepared. Yeah, and like, I don't have a ton of nostalgia for Vanilla World of Warcraft. I mean, it was a big thing, and and you know, I think of it as like, even though I got on board with Warcraft three, that's where my Blizzard fandom really started. Not like what it was when I started playing WoW, um, and I definitely wouldn't be where I am today without World of Warcraft. Even though I didn't start with World of Warcraft content, uh, my my feverish obsession <laughs> definitely started with World of Warcraft. Yeah, um, and listening to this podcast as a, as a listener back then. Um, so so vanilla, like though I never hit max level during real vanilla when it was actually going on back when it originally released. I I I, I actually had uh, had a uh, like a month of leveling still when BC launched before I walked through the dark portal. Mm. And um, so because of that, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed my time with vanilla classic. I haven't in max over there. It's actually a, a remarkably similar experience to when I played vanilla the first time. Um, Cause I'm real close, but I'm not there. <laughs> um, but I had a really good time with it. Uh, and it wasn't really because of nostalgia. Um, Cause I don't really have a lot of nostalgia for vanilla. It was my, my nostalgia for vanilla is like being a moron and not knowing what I was doing and, mm. and leveling extremely inefficiently. And that was not the case at all when I returned for classic, sure. but I was having fun. Just this, like, I, I'm a weirdo. I like the way old hunter controls. I like having a you know, minimum range and having to learn how to stutter step. And I, I remember, you know, I was doing the stream classic and coffee. I have a stream of vanilla classic and, uh, the day I installed the swing timer, I'm like, Oh, Hunter just got so much better. This mm-hmm. is great. Like I kind of like, there's a jank to old wow that I like. Um, and I'm, I'm the king of car analogies, but it really reminds me of like, yeah, new cars with automatic transmissions. They're fine, but I kind of like stick. You I like, like that stick, experience. Yeah. Yep. I like having more to do to get the same result. I agree. Um, Mechanics. And, and there's like a little mechanics. bit of that going on with yeah. that for me. But that now we get to Burning Crusade Classic, where yeah. this is where World of Warcraft kicked into overdrive for me. Because this is the first time in World of Warcraft's history where I was max level in a reasonable amount of time with the actual live game. This is where I started raiding for the first time. This is where I started seriously PvPing for the first time. This is where like I started learning the names of my guildmates. I had a schedule for raid nights. The whole, the whole nine. Um, TBC holds some special stuff for you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that this is, this is both like, it still has, it still has a good, a good helping of that old wow jank that I kind of like. Plus now I have nostalgia. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm pretty excited for burning crusade classic. My mine when they eventually get there will definitely be Wrath of the Lich King. That is maximum nostalgia for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was reading four nights a week. Uh, Art, this is my favorite video game villain of all time. Like, just no, it was the biggest time up. for me as well. Like, if I had to, if I'm to quantify all of it, Wrath was my is where I got the most like hardcore about the game. Um, and that's probably true for a lot of people. And who knows what that means for a um, you know, a potential uh classic version of that like I, I still have questions about when classic ends because i don't know when eventually everything's classic so in some weird future people are playing classic warlords of draenor and that's just a weird concept in my head yeah i don't um, know if it keeps going that far I, like I, to me my opinion and my gut feeling is that nostalgia for world of warcraft ends at wrath of the lich king mm. Uh, cataclysm is, is, is where, I mean, essentially for me, it ends at the peak subscriber count for world of Warcraft. That was wrath of the Lich King. That's where wow hit its absolute peak of the most subscribers it ever had. Yep. Um, and it's been, you know, 
downhill, but not in a way that I want to. <laughs> I want to come across as as doomsaying by any means. No, um, I, I think Legion's the, the best WoW expansion, and and Shadowlands c- can be. Uh, currently, it's it's patched rollout is slow, but yeah, um, yeah. feels like they could, if they stopped at Wrath with the classic run. I could see that. You know, I could see them saying, yeah. "Yes, this is what we consider to be the classic era of World of Warcraft," but. Then I realized, well, that's because most of us will see it that way because that's when most of us would call it that way, like you just did. I would too. Um, but at some point, do is there another generation of people who went on and thought that Miss of Pandaria was their classic? Probably. Like I don't know. It's a it's a fun it's a fun and interesting experiment in time and games. And uh, to see where they take this will be will be fascinating. But you've been in there. You've been playing it. Did you have the same sort of giddy feelings when you saw the portal and went through and Hellfire Peninsula is popping off like nobody's business? Like, how? Tell us your experience. Not as much because it's beta. And so, like, I logged in, made a level 58 Blood Elf Hunter, and then I get in and I just have to spend, like, 20 minutes figuring out, (laughs) like, oh, crap, I need to set up my bar. I need to turn on auto loot. I need to bind open all bags with B because that was the thing you had to do back in the day. Do I have arrows? What am I leveling? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I don't really remember how to build a Beast Mastery Hunter. I don't want to go Beast Mastery. So, like... That no, it was a lot of ah crap. I gotta I gotta do quite a bit of maintenance before I even start piloting this tune. Um, but um, but then then you know I was off to the races, went through the dark portal. I, I streamed it. Yeah, if you want to go over to twitch.tv slash uh the VOD is up there. It's a good three hours of me hanging out with chat uh, with my first impressions of the Burning Crusade Classic Beta. Um, and, and I had a good time. You know, there's, there were a lot of other people running around. I, I ended up partying up with like another rando paladin for a little bit. And we were, we were clearing out Zeth Gore together, a little fell orc hovel in the, in the corner of, of, uh, of Hellfire Peninsula. I legitimately died to a fell reaver. Oh, wow. So did like, you hear a, coming? Did you hear going burn or whatever? And yeah, yeah. It snuck up on me. I feigned death. It killed my pet. And then it went, I don't care that you feigned death. It came over and stepped <laughs> on my face. Oh, yeah. no. The, I have real strong memories of that bastard. Feigning death was like OP for hunters because nobody else could get away from the fell reaver. But hunters could feign death and like totally avoid death. Was there, there was still a chance back then, though, that like feigned death could fail. And they would the thing, the enemies would still think you were like know that you're alive, and that happened to me uh, with the with the fell reaver. Yeah, it was basically um, like hit, right? It was like a uh, I, don't, I don't know if it was a I don't, I don't know what the stat like what dice roll is happening behind the scenes that right. causes a causes a a, a feigned death to fail. But I just remember and saw it happen where it, it can indeed fail. When did the game um, drop hit? That was a giant controversy. Like to this day, I think of all the stuff that hmm. changed in WoW. Still one of the biggest biggest rumblings we ever got in the community was like, they're taking hit out of the game. Are you freaking kidding me? No more hit armor. No more hit stats. Uh, you it can't was, miss. Looks like it was removed in 6.0. Really? What was 6.0? Was that Draenor? That can't be. Is that right? Feels way earlier. I thought it was like I'm, Wrath. I'm quickly or, Googling because I definitely do not remember this. I thought it was either Wrath or possibly. 6.0 was the pre-patch for Warlords of Draenor. Really? That's crazy. It feels way older than that. But yeah, there was a there was a, a, a wailing and gnashing of teeth that week. 
people were pissed. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of well, people were like, wait, what is he what even is hit? And I and I remember thinking, this is what divides my D and D friends from my non D and D friends. People who understand <laughs> what hit is <laughs> and people who don't. You kinda it, it all made sense then, but yeah. Anyway. Um I'm looking at some videos, some some BFA here. That's and- right. Oh my god, Sindoran in the chat room is reminding me that we used to reforge for hit in Miss of Pandaria. Oh yeah. Reforging. Oh, yep. We had that, that was, add-on. There was a really good add-on that doesn't is worthless now because there's no well, I guess reforging as a whole went away, but I can't remember the name of the add-on, but I love it. Oh yeah, it, it was just so arbitrary because there was a right answer. Yeah. That's the problem. That's why I think it didn't last. It was just like, ooh, look at all this new stuff to play around in. No, it's still min-maxing and you're still going for a specific number, so it's kind of useless. I'm kind of glad they get rid of it, but whatever. Uh, all right. Uh, what else about this thing? Do you think, uh, how do we feel about, okay, so you can beta test the space goats and blood elves, but it's limited in release. You're going to have to pay for a boosted character or start from zero with those two. And I'm not a hundred percent sure why that matters so much. Like why they care that you can't start one like why would it be that big a deal but uh, yeah whatever. i mean boosts are a really controversial subject for yeah. a, a, a sub subsection of the of the classic community i'm really happy that they're i, I am pro boost fyi um in case anyone's wondering where i stand and so i'm also like just through purity like you, yeah. i've been through this before you're, you're never going to be able to 100% recapture pure og uh, Burning Crusade. I mean, they weren't able to do it with vanilla. Um, and if, if nothing else, we just know too much now. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. um, I'm, I'm of the, of the mind that like, I want, I want any of my friends who are even morbidly curious yeah. in going and playing BC classic to just be able to go in and get right into playing Burning Crusade yeah. and not have to do the slog of one to 58 yep. through vanilla content. Especially if you want to be like a paladin blood elf, uh, good luck, dude, because that is a gnarly bit of leveling. If, if level, memory serves, level protection. Yeah, is what you level protection. Start. I guess do you do not do, do not do rat. It's yeah, you bad. do you do that, and you're gonna hate yourself and hate everyone around you. So don't do that. Yeah, um, yeah, and so yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> being pro boost. I'm also just like just let us boost the damn space goats and and pretty elves. Let's mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah. Like, why, why, why do we bother? It's burning crusade. I want to go through that gate and see tons of blood elves and Draenei coming with me, mm-hmm. which I guess we'll be able to level them up. And they're in the, like a pre patch in regular classic, right? Uh, which was, is, is all, already a big change. That wasn't something that we were able to do back uh, in the lead up to original BC. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think, I think that's smart. Yeah. I, one of my favorite memories of uh, TBC, by the way, was playing, or flying from a flight point to another, and you could play Peggle while you did it. Do you remember that? Peggle was in there. Oh, I, yeah. I, I remember you talking about it on the instance. Yeah. And I remember being I, in some class, I was in college, going, why the shit would I install Peggle on my World of Warcraft? <laughs> it was That's so a- weird. It was a full add-on that was basically full-blown Peggle. They also had full-blown Bejeweled and like those kinds of games. And it was great because if you had a long flight path to deal with, you could just freaking play Peggle for five minutes. And it was great. That's when I would get up. See, when I was on a flight path, that's when I would get up and go steal my roommates off brand Dr. Pepper from Walmart. Oh, uh, Dr. Thunder over there. I think Dr. Th- it was, yes, it was Dr. Yeah. Dr. Thunder is one of the best, best generic sodas. It tastes just like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. It's actually a really good ripoff. 
and the name's badass. So I've given it to you. Most of them are lazy. It's like, uh, we're Shasta, so get Dr. Shasta. It's like, come on, man. Get creative. Dr. Thunder. Sounds like a freaking wrestling name. It's great. I love it. Anyway, yep. side note. Yep. Um, and Daryl in the chat room says, and then a couple of expansions later, Bejeweled became a world quest. Oh, that's true. It did. And it wasn't as good. Yeah. It wasn't as fun. And they stopped letting that happen. I don't remember what happened. I don't know if that was a, uh, uh, cause it was right around the time EA acquired uh pop games or whatever the hell they were called. And I don't know if that was around the time that those guys would have said, uh, please stop putting Peggle in your game. And so Blizzard had to crack down on it. But I remember at some point you just couldn't get those mods anymore. They just stopped, stopped being available. And it was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, I, I, Speaking uh, of Dr. Pepper, original also, Super Mario Brothers, then I'll be interested. I'm drinking right now a Dr. Pepper cherry zero sugar. And I have to say, the I'm not a big fan of the diet Dr. Pepper formula, the flavor, but the zero sugars, these are good. They taste like real Dr. Pepper. They're fantastic. I'm going to put that right over here now. All right. Well, TV trying to get sponsored? I mean, I like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Dude, if Dr. Pepper came along, sure. I'll give them exclusivity. They can just sponsor this show, retire Garrett and I, and we're done. That's the end of it. No more worries. <laughs> but they would be getting no additional brand recognition from yeah. that. It's like, exchange. hey, you guys want to come sponsor a 15-year-old WoW podcast that, uh, you know, is as old as the game is? And, you know, it's, I'm sure it's the hot new thing. Come come on, uh, PepsiCo, whoever owns you now. Maybe Coke owns them. I don't know. No, I, you said we would retire. And I'm like, what? that would be a bad deal for them if we retired immediately upon. After oh, yeah, be, yeah, yeah, that's a good just, point. OK, give yeah. us good five anyway. years of ridiculous overpayment. Then we'll retire. About that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, anyway, yeah, BC uh, still. Yeah, it, it still feels like BC. Um, but does it feel like like can you tell like, oh, yeah, the, these here are the improvements from uh, original vanilla to TBC. And I can feel them already like. That transition of not really systems or whatever, you don't really feel that? No, because, well, here's the thing, too. So if you go on beta right now and you want to you want to jump straight to getting through the dark portal, you make a you make a level 58 pre-made character. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming this is going to be pretty damn close to what it's like if you boost because they give you a crappy mount. You don't get an epic mount. You get yeah. a 60% run speed mount, not that's a 100%. True. That's true. You get a like a, a care package full of level 58 gear, and it is terrible level 58 gear <laughs> yeah. it is it is like if you were level 58 leveling through vanilla and you're like all right i'm done time to go through the dark portal with my crappy quest greens yeah. from level 58 vanilla world of warcraft i did that um, it was bad i died a lot it was terrible bad I, idea i think i got three or four quest screens during my stream and they were not quite a a, a, a a doubling of the stats, but more than more than a fifty percent increase yeah. of stats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, uh, you're you're bringing back some memories here. I died from a quill bore the minute I walked through that damn thing. I feel like uh, yeah, hell bore. <laughs> yeah, or hell bore. What I call them, quill bore. Yeah, there's, there's no quill bore running around Hellfire Peninsula. The ones that give you the where you, they, where you were running around, Scott. Well, eventually they give you like a like a poop quest. You got to go around and pick up all their poop. And uh, it's those boars, and they murdered me. And I'll tell you what, even when I was doing um, alt leveling in the whatever they call them now, just so you can go do alts in, in old stuff. What's it called? The, 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 the freaking time girl, the freaking uh, dragon time. Oh, t- oh, time, time, time walking. Time, no, not time walking. What's it called? Where you do your, th- not threads of fate, that's the new thing. 
where I take my old character and I'm like, I want to go play through Wrath content or I want to play through uh, Pandaria. Chromie, right. What's it called? Oh, well, it's called Time Walking Campaigns. Oh, Time Walking Campaigns. You're right. It is Time Walking. All right. You were right the first time. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> even in I there, like, I mean, okay, I didn't know you're looking for the name Chromie, but okay, yeah, yeah. So, so even in you. there, when I went to do the, I can't remember what it was. I guess I was choosing. Um, oh yeah, I was, re- I was, I was leveling the druid, and I went to Burning Crusade Zone. Or, you know, I went to Hellfire, and even then, with like all the modern conveniences of the game, it was still hard in there. They were still kicking my ass, like for the first, I don't know, two, three levels in that place, and then things kind of evened out, but. That was annoying. <laughs> like Hellfire still sucks. I mean, in a kind of a good way, you know. Hellfire should be scary and hard. Is the way I the way I see it. I, I agree. I agree. Like I think it, it recaptures that really well, especially if you're going into fifty eight. I'm sure if you go in at sixty and you have decent gear, it's going to be whatever. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, it it felt really authentic to me. Um, but the because a lot of the improvements are. I mean, they are relatively subtle sure. and then some of them are like really specific, like the, the, the paladin faction specific seal thing. You're only going to notice that if you're really, you're only going to notice it if you're an Alliance paladin, because the horde paladin seal was so much better than the Alliance one. That's why they're saying F it. Both factions get both seals. Um, oh, so you'll notice that. Right. Right. But like everything else, like they're changing, like you can have more than X the the specific number of people on an arena roster like we're not even going to get to that point in the Burning Crusade beta uh, at least not right now. Uh, Wait, what character did you roll? What did you roll? I forgot to ask. Uh, I did a hunter. Hunter, okay. Uh, if you, if, uh, it's easy to forget, but my main until halfway through Wrath of the Lich King was a hunter from uh, Vanilla. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. nothing wrong. And with then that. I then I got into tanking. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. It sounds like you changed. Well, that's about the time the hunter changed pretty drastically, right? Because the hunter moved to energy instead of mana and no more that arrows in your bag. Kata, I believe. Was that Kata or End of Wrath Kata. or something? I don't remember, but you didn't have to buy any. Oh, yeah, that's true. It had to have been that because in, um, uh, sorry, at the end of, of Wrath of the Lich King, you were using frozen throne arrows or some bullshit. <laughs> some some kind of frozen themed uh high damage arrows that you would buy from vendors and yep. focus all- came in at 4.0 okay the that makes sense. for cataclysm so there we go i'm not complaining because uh, i i prefer hunters with focus i think the mana time yeah, I, I like modern hunters well enough um i haven't i haven't had a max one for a while but i still i still mess around with my old main from time to time um but uh yeah it's it it feels very very true to my experience back when BC originally came out. And uh, also I wanted to do a pet class cause like it's the beta. I just want to get in here and, and, and have a good time and mm-hmm. actually be able to kill things. So I need a pet. Yeah. Well these days, I mean, like you say, you're tanking all the time in modern. Wow. I spent a lot of time with my Druid. Someone's saying we need more class representation on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, people have always said that, so whatever, but uh, this is the expansion. I, uh, Shadowlands. I'm, a, I'm a warrior now, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> so. I was going to say. And this expansion, I've only recently turned back to the Hunter anyway. I spent all of the early stuff with the Mage for a little bit, the Druid for a ton, uh, um, Demon Hunter for a whole bunch of it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about, you know, switching things up. But sometimes you just go back to what you love, and that's where I'm at right now with, with the Hunter. 
anyway, more on that as we know it. It's a pretty cool deal uh, that that's coming out and the beta is underway. So if you're playing, let us know your thoughts and feelings. Send your emails to theinstance at gmail.com and tell us how you're enjoying it. Hey, you guys, let's talk about getting better help in your life. Better help is good, right? I mean, what interferes with your happiness or prevents you from achieving your goals? Have you ever asked yourself that? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can all use a little help here and there. You connect in a safe and private environment, so it's convenient. And you can also start communicating in under 48 hours, which is also very convenient. And uh, this is all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. As there's such one as not an uncomfortable one, they all are. You don't have to do that here. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors as needed. That's really important. And BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. So, something to remember. BetterHelp is not a crisis line self-help. It's a professional counseling service. And you'll get timely and thoughtful uh, responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and send a message to your counselor anytime. You can check out some awesome testimonials posted on their site as well. If you guys want to go check those out. But they'll specialize in anything from depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, family conflicts, trauma, self-esteem, sleeping. Oh, sleeping. Use a little help there. Anyway, in fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Uh, really cool service, and I think you guys are going to really like it. And maybe it's needed now more than ever. Start living a happier life today and get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash instance. So not with the the in there, just instance. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash instance for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp. And now, this. That music means we're going to ask Garrett about a very cool thing that happened. Um, is this story time with Garrett? This is so rad because I didn't see this coming. You sent it to me and I was like, dude, that is so freaking cool. So basically the bottom line is the angry chicken got an achievement in Heroes or in, excuse me, in Hearthstone. Um, but there's more to that story. So anyway, tell us about it and why it's so cool because it's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of you probably know I do a Hearthstone podcast called The Angry Chicken. Um, and uh, l- long story short, when listeners write into the show, they usually address it to a synonym for The Angry Chicken. Mm. So they'll say something like, dear, whatever the Latin name for chickens is, I can never recall it from memory. But one of the most popular ones, and I think the first one I remember ever getting, was someone wrote in and said, Dear irate poultry. And I went on with their email. pretty good. And it just became a running gag. It just became a running gag for the entire and continuing life of the angry chicken. Yeah. And um, Hearthstone had a huge patch just uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, 20.0 came. Uh, it's the pre-patch for the Forged and the Barons expansion, which comes out next week. And it brought with it a whole new format of Hearthstone, which is Classic Hearthstone. You can go play Classic Hearthstone, and the only cards you're allowed to use are the cards that were part of the launch set of Hearthstone in 2014. Oh, wow. And they went and reverted all of the nerfs to any cards that were changed Mm. from that set. Um, And so with that came a whole slew of new achievements for Classic Mode, one of which is called the Irate Poultry. And it's uh, you have to kill your opponent with an enraged, angry chicken to get this achievement. <laughs> I think that is very cool. 
That is is that is right up there when uh, when I got a, a stupid trinket named after me in World of Warcraft. That is a very rad thing, and you guys deserve it. So congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Are you aware that Joss also has already for a long time had a had one of her quotes as a Ragnaros emote in no, Hearthstone? No. So you can turn yourself into Ragnaros. I think it's by playing Major Domo. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm typing this in real quick because it's been a long time since I've done this. But if you play uh, Major Domo, oh no, it's whatever hero turns you into Rag. Anyway, somehow you can become a, a Ragnaros, and mm-hmm. because it's now a hero, oh yeah, yeah, Death Rattle, replace your hero with Ragnaros the Fire Lord. You're now Ragnaros. Uh, it replaces all the emotes. You know, when you right click on your hero in Hearthstone, mm-hmm. you can say hello, greetings, well played. Mm-hmm. I think it's the wow emote says so hot. It's Ragnaros yelling so hot. And that's a, a meme line from Jocelyn because no she always way. says it like a valley girl. I think I have that right yeah. here. Let me see if this is it. Hold on. Perhaps. No, hold on. I'm the dancing Finally, a second chance. Ah, I can't find it. Dang it. I didn't know that either. That's cool. So grats to her yeah, it's, as well. It's, it's very specifically a, a, the Ragnaros hero lines. It's, it won't be on a Ragnaros card or anything like that. But yeah, I, I've got it on the soundboard. Joss, Joss used to say this a lot. So hot. And it became a <laughs> it became a meme for the show. And, and that's been in the game for years. But this is the this is the first one that's like a, a shout out to the show. And it just, it, oh, dude, I got a little misty eyed. This, this means a lot. Yeah, but that, I was going to say it probably means a whole lot. That's very, very cool. And uh, you guys deserve it. So I wanted to give a little bit of a little bit of a shout out to that today because that's pretty rad. All right. Yeah, Hearthstone is uh, awesome right now. They're doing some really, really cool things. That's good. Keep it up, Hearthstone team. Uh, you heard this guy the other day, Mr. Johnson. I have, I have questions. Had a long chat with Chris. If you missed that episode, go check it out. It'll tell you all about what he's doing in their uh, next War Chief project. It's hitting Kickstarter soon, and uh, it looks awesome. And we had a really good discussion about it. So go listen to that. But we're gonna do emails real quick, and uh, we got one here sent to the instance at gmail.com from Jimmy Stewart. I don't think the act, the famed uh, actor from the fifties and sixties. Okay, I don't think it's that guy. He's dead. Anyway, hello, Scott and Garrett. I recently listened to your... <laughs> Maybe not. I recently listened to your episode 633, where you got a question from Mr. Wolfarth uh, speaking to leveling being pointless. Embarrassingly, I have six plus 60s of various classes and agree to the extent that the 50 to 60 level range rewards practically nothing. There are no skills that are new, and the classes I put there uh, put through there thus far have gained upgrades to existing skills that do not uh, instill any feeling of power or increase. And I agree. I actually kind of agree with that. All 60 means is that you can now gear for your class. Theoretically, it would uh, have been ridiculous to implement a system like this. You could have gated all the gear by, or sorry, you could have geared all gear or gated all gear by, (laughs) by certain levels of renown like they do today as far as eye level world quest rewards. Anyway, just wanted to back Mr. Wolfarth on the fact that he isn't alone to this extent in regards, best regards, Jimmy Stewart. Well, Jimmy Stewart. Um, yeah, like the, 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 okay. So my, my singular take on the Shadowlands 10 level gain, um, through the Shadowlands, uh, your initial time in there is purely for flavor and story. That's what it's designed to be. It's a bit of a, oh, I don't like this term because people usually mean it in a derogatory way, but it's kind of, um, 
a Disneyland trip. Okay. So I don't think that's necessarily bad because I really enjoyed that ride, that theme park ride that I took that was the Shadowlands story 10 level progress. I really enjoyed it. But there was nothing about it I would call hard or all that challenging. Um, in a weird way, it was like one big, slightly disconnected scenario, you know, that we used to run in older older expansions. And some people are going to hear me say that and go, yeah, and they'll think of that negatively. Others will say, oh, I really enjoyed it and think of it positively. I happen to think of it positively, and I just wish I, wish I was having more fun after the, f- the fact um, where all the mechanics and challenge actually do lie. But... I think Blizzard's done making the the leveling process the game. It's not the game anymore and it hasn't been for some time. The template is now that you got to get those 10 levels or in the case of Cataclysm, it was five. And the way you're going to get them is you're going to come here and have a great time on a roller coaster. And we're going to tell you a story and have some cool voiceover and some nice in-game uh, cinematics. And you're going to feel like there's some progression because your gear's going up and levels are increasing but it's all just a bit of a mirage mechanically. And again, I think that's just where the game is. Like, I don't know how you, I don't know what else there is to say about it. That's just the game. So if you come to it, like in vanilla, you came to it and went, the entirety of this game is me going from one to 60. And anything after that is gravy. That's what RPGs are. You hit max level. Now you do the gravy. That stopped being the case. I think, Maybe even after TBC, although the, a, a lot of that carries through all the way to, to Lich King. But Blizzard uh, pretty stopped, quickly. It stopped at Vanilla. It was right. such a major portion of Vanilla, and then everything else was get to end game so I can start playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. And that rush um, has always been there. You're totally right. It's just that like the game was one to sixty. Now the game yeah. is no it's not the one to whatever anymore. That isn't the game. The game is this other stuff. And I think that's where Blizzard both maybe has done the best of anyone out there in terms of figuring out what to do after you hit whatever your max level is in this late of the game, but also it's showing its it's showing its wear, man. Like it's starting to wear out as a template, and uh, I don't know what that I, means. I don't for the see future, anything but. wrong with it. It's it's just it's another system of like achievement. Like it's something you need to achieve before you can move on to another phase of the game, and you right. have to do it for every character, right? Um, I would also hazard a guess. I don't know this for a fact, but that it's a kind of a baked in core backbone part of the way this game is coded. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I agree. Uh, and, and I bet removing it would be uh, a very difficult bordering on impossible. Yeah. Um, so they are limited. There's, there's you know, they're limited well. by some of that stuff. It's not like tomorrow they're going to come out with, you know, their plan for the next expansion is never going to be, We've uprooted everything, and now it's a full 360-degree change, and everything plays different. Like They're never going to do that for lots of reasons, but that's one of them. No one has been able to tell me why the other thing they want instead of leveling is inherently better than leveling. Because if they got rid of it, they would still make you go through a, a narrative and zones and questing. So... Why would it matter if it's not levels anymore, but it's like locked behind renown? Right. It's still it's still a gate. So why what I don't understand is is why leveling gets so targeted in these conversations. I don't know. I enjoyed my time in leveling in that game. A lot. In this expansion, I mean. Yeah. And if I'm honest, yeah. it's every they've expansion. already done they've done so much. They've done so much to make it negligible. Right. Um, 
And that's the stuff I've enjoyed that most in all the expansions. Like every expansion, my favorite time is that time. Uh, I have a different kind of favorite time in Endgame, like when I was raiding all the time in Wrath and, um, you know, raided here and, you know, raided ever since really Wrath. But Wrath was the first expansion where I really went crazy with it. And to me, that was just like a separate experience, though, almost a separate game. It's that leveling experience that I remember the most. It's story beats I remember the most. It's it's that stuff that matters to me. And it still feels that way with the game today. It's just that I'm I would argue that at least right now, pre-patch before this next patch, we're not left with a lot of really exciting things to do after the part I really liked. And so 9.1 could change some of that. I hope it does. Uh, no game is great at this. So, you know, compare it to any other MMO. Out, they all have struggles with this. This is just the hard. This is the thing. This is the great golden goose. Nobody quite knows how to get it right. Blizzard gets the closest. And it's as good as it probably is going to get given the format of this kind of game. But uh, 9.1, you know, will we'll, we'll push things forward for me. But if you ask me what my favorite part of Shadowlands was... It was that. It was that 10 levels. I loved it. Loved everything about it. But did, was it perfect? No. Yeah. Was it really true progression in some ways? No. And like, it's got its problems. He's not wrong. And neither is Mr. Wolfarth from before. It's just, it's still the part of the game that, that, that had me going, that had me excited, that had me playing every minute that I could and that sort of thing. So, anyway. yeah. It, like, I, I guess. Because I don't have a strong feeling. Like if they, if one day they were like, and levels are gone, you just need to like play through the story up to up through the main quest. Now that we can delineate what a main quest is, I wouldn't have strong feelings. I'd be like, cool. This is the way. I, this is the way I play. Wow. Now, mm-hmm. um, I just don't see what the point is. I guess is 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 my thing. It's just kind of a this thought of you know, all game systems are inherently arbitrary, right? It's it's whether you like them or you don't, and and how they link into other. Yeah. Game systems. Yeah. I don't know. I started to get kind of like stoner college student, I guess. Like, why is anything anything, man? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Is it just numbers going up? And is that all I really like? Because I played a clicker the other day and the numbers went up and it was satisfying and it shouldn't have been because that sucks. And you start to realize <laughs> all video games are kind of a form of this. And you can go down some dark holes. But my my number one takeaway from from WoW right now is that I'm, I, I had a lot of fun with what I did. But it's a curated experience and curation has walls and you can't get over those walls. It's not a big, open, empty world. Play a game like Valheim. It's kind of up to you to stretch the borders of what that game is because you're going to build everything you ever do in there. And that's why I think it's so popular. People want that. But even that'll have some that'll have its own brand of walls. So. Yeah, yeah, and in that Video case, games. it's like it's like gearing, right? Because like, yeah, I, I just ended up in the swamp there, and I got my ass handed to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but there's no not a level system. There's just like stats on your gear, and you just yeah. kind of gotta <laughs> you gotta learn by trial and error if you don't want to go Google and spoil things for yourself. I do think so, though we are headed into a potential decade or more of amazing innovation in the space of like uh, machine learning and progress. Um, uh, what's the word they say when a world is generated on the fly or randomly what's it called what am i trying to think of procedural procedurally generated worlds are going to get way more advanced way more interesting Mm -hmm. do partly to machine learning do partly to ai stuff do partly to lots of techs that are sort of on the verge of of heading into video games in a major way and we will think very differently about this challenge 
10 years from now. But right now, this is kind of what you got. Open world is what it is. And WoW is an open world game. And you do what you can. Anyway, if you have any thoughts deeper than that, send them in. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. The instance at gmail.com. All right. I mentioned earlier that uh, uh, what was happening with Chris and our conversation. Do check that episode out if you haven't had a chance yet. I did want to also mention that there is now an official Frog Pants newsletter. It's free. doesn't cost you a dime. And it just sort of catches you up on what's happening around the network. Also, sometimes little essays and thoughts from me. Uh, There'll be some other cool content like that in the future. Today, I put up a bunch of comic book recommendations that I'm reading right now. Um, Just kind of an overall like, hey, community, here's another way for everybody to kind of connect and stuff. You can comment on it. It's free. It comes right to your email. If you missed all the previous issues and haven't signed up yet, you can sign up now and get it all. So go check it out. That's over at frogpants.club. Dot club, baby. Where you want to go tonight? I'm going to the club. The frogpants.club. Anyway, go check it out. That's my social distancing not necessary because you're not near anyone else to begin with. <laughs> right. Plus, I just wanted to buy an odd domain, and so I did. And it was only five bucks. So I bought dot I club. Frogpants.club. Frog Everybody in the club getting frog pants. That's right. Put your hands in the air like you just don't care. Frogpants.club. Club. All right, Garrett, anything else going on with you this week? People should be checking out. There's, there is so much. I don't know where to start. We talked about Valheim a lot today. Uh, I have been streaming Valheim with Kyle over on his channel on Tuesdays. Um, put on new into Nexus yesterday. Did a big, big old talk about like boosts and if they are or are not healthy for BC Classic on WoW Killer with Taliesin this week. Uh, big old pre-expansion The Angry Chicken was released this week and also I don't usually do this but since I can only give these packs away today so if you're hearing this on the day this episode posted go over to TAC Podcast on Twitter because we are giving away 10 mega bundles that is the biggest bundle you can get of cards for Forged and the Barons mm. well, they sent it over and they were like here's the thing you have to give these away today mm. so if you're hearing this after the fact I'm sorry but um, that's that's a ton of cards. That's um, a lot of cards. A, Jeez. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So go over to TAC Podcast on Twitter. You will see the tweet there. I purposely have not tweeted anything else on that account since, so it'll <laughs> be the first damn thing you see. And uh, go enter. All right. Go enter to win yourself some free packs. I love that. Free packs in a game that is, uh, you know, is good if you have packs. So go do that. That's awesome. Amove.tv for everything else you got going on, of course. And uh, there's plenty going on over at frogpants.com. I got a new comic up today or yesterday, all sorts of stuff, shows, everything else. You know, you know what you can find there. So go find it. That's frogpants.com. And we're, of course, at theinstance.net. You can find us there. You can find, oh, that got loud real quick. Shouldn't have. Uh, Anyway, you can find us there. You can find uh, old episodes, whatever you need. And uh, it's all there for the taking. Find us on Twitter, Scott Johnson, Garrett Art, and uh, Instance Show for the show. Uh, and again, like I said, more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Garrett, for all of you. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.